Hello everyone, this is Justin Hibbert, pastor of New Hope Chapel. This week's New Hope Reflection is entitled, Thanksgiving and Sorrow. This week we celebrate Thanksgiving, and during the season I'm always reminded of an unforgettable Thanksgiving week that occurred about 11 years ago when I was in college. The story begins with, my roommate Josh and I agreed to skip ethics class. Now you know that any story that begins that way isn't going to end well. We were skipping ethics class to take our friend Nick to the Buffalo Airport about an hour and a half north of our school, Houghton College, located in the middle of nowhere western New York. So the day before Thanksgiving break, the three of us skipped class, borrowed a car, and made the trek to Buffalo. About an hour into our journey, we hit standstill traffic and a steady snowfall. I dozed off, and when I woke up about an hour later, we hadn't moved. The daylight was dimming. The clock revealed that Nick's scheduled flight time had passed, and at the rate we were creeping along, it would be midnight before we ever got to the Buffalo airport. When we finally made it to the interstate, about ten miles from the airport, Josh, unaccustomed to our friend's clutch, stalled the car. He turned the key. Nothing. The car was dead. By now it was dark, except for the sporadic flashes of lightning. Snow was falling fast and furious. The interstate was jammed with cars barely creeping along. We jumped out of the car and tried to convince someone to stop and give us a jump. It took a while, but a good Samaritan finally did and offered some advice. The airport's closed, he explained. Don't even bother. We got the car started, just in time for traffic to completely stop again. Before we left on this adventure, I had decided that since we were just going to be in the car and the airport, I didn't need to bring a winter coat. I thought a fleece would suffice. After 15 minutes of standing in the blizzard, I realized that was not the wisest decision. <laughs> With the heater blasting the car, I curled up under the front seat and tried to get warm and dry. Suddenly, I began noticing an intense pain in my abdomen. Before long, I dozed off. When I awoke about an hour or so later, we hadn't moved. Snow was piling up around the cars. It was a mess. The radio told parents not to worry if their kids weren't home yet. It was 9 p.m. Everyone was at the mercy of a freak snowstorm that was expected to dump 25 inches of snow in 24 hours. This is one of those Murphy Law stories, so you won't be surprised by what I'm about to tell you next. Josh stalled the car again, and when he turned the key, the engine again failed to start. Josh and Nick jumped out of the car and were able to get help quickly. The small pain in my stomach was getting more and more intense. I could barely move. Fortunately, someone helped us rather quickly, and we were ready to go again. Once the car started going, the only route was to retreat back home. A jackknife tractor-trailer completely closed the interstate ahead and blocked the way to the airport. Nick was disappointed. Josh was frustrated. I was in pain. At midnight, we pulled up to the dorm room, nine hours from the time we left. I hobbled inside. When I woke up the next day, the last day of classes before Thanksgiving break, I noticed the pain was more localized and intense. I figured it might be appendicitis, and despite my mom's pleading, I drove the six-hour journey back home for Thanksgiving break. After all, this story demonstrates my ability to make good decisions, right? Well, by the grace of God, I made it home fine. I walked through the front door and within minutes was headed to the ER. I was right. I had appendicitis. I had the surgery. Everything went fine. And on Thanksgiving Day, I came home, had a spoonful of mashed potatoes, and went to bed. What disappointed me the most was all of the Thanksgiving food I left behind. You know, it's hard to be thankful when you're in pain. And we all experience various types of pain and sorrow. I'm thinking of our dear friend Myrtle, who turns an astounding 101 this week. She's suffering from cracked ribs. 
I'm thinking of the Smith family who experienced a loss in, in their family a few weeks ago. I'm thinking of Terry who was trying to regain strength in her legs after having her hips replaced. I'm thinking about many others who are going through heartbreaking ordeals. Sometimes it's hard to be thankful when we have so much pain. At church the other day, we had a corporate prayer time where the congregation expressed things that they were thankful for. A dear woman who recently lost her husband said, Sorrow. It's not something we expect to hear someone say they're thankful for, but she explained it to me so elegantly after the service. We have joy because our hope is in Jesus. Hmm. Paul tells us to be thankful in all circumstances. How is that possible? Well, in my own life, moments of pain, whether physical or emotional, are moments where I have been forced to turn to the Lord. Like a crying child curled up in the arms of a parent, I have found refuge in the arms of my Heavenly Father. It's a good place to be. The pain is tough, the heartache hurts, but somehow there is a joy and peace knowing that we are relying on the Lord to carry us through. Let me again remind you of one of my favorite Hebrew words, kavah. It not only means to hope, but it means to bind or braid it together. The moments of pain are moments to draw closer to the Lord. So to my dear brothers and sisters at New Hope Chapel, and from wherever else you might be hearing this message, Happy Thanksgiving. May the Prince of Peace give you his peace, and may our hearts rejoice in him. Let's go.